幸せなふりをした歌うもっと走らず言い聞かせた無謀にもそってかつかみや来た道を一別取りをごめんしまんそこ参戦に次ぐワンガムやマルトによりがかりチェリは積もって果てしない旅の途中で街の柱に立ち寄る疲れた両足をそっと投げ出して寝転ぶと繰り返される浅い眠り何とも同じ者の子顔何とも同じ者の言葉を生きてるだけで悲しいと思うのを出すだけなのでたばこの煙
so many people are going to be sick this week. It's it's going to be ludicrous how many people are weak this week. Or, not weak, sick. I feel it, though, because, like, uh, here in Washington, uh, a few weeks ago, it just started raining out of nowhere for, like, a few days, which is pretty normal for Washington, but it's just the fact that it was out of nowhere, and also, I don't have working windshield wipers on my car right now, so... Uh, like, I, okay, one of them works, but I don't have a wiper blade right now. <laughs> so, I have to go figure that out, but alas, Bleach. This is a Bleach podcast, not a car podcast. Yeah, and let's get right into it with episode 202, Fierce Fighting Conclusion. Who's the strongest? Uh, the episode starts with Notara, like, showing off his six arms and Ichigo being like, damn, he's got six arms. I gotta help. And Yachu's like, back the fuck off. This is Ken's fight. Kenpachi is doing his fight. Stay out of it. And then Kaber cuts to Kenpachi who is just so goddamn happy. Maybe the happiest that he's been this the entire time that we've seen Kenpachi on screen, honestly. Uh, he's laughing. He's having fun. He's just... He's having a ball. He's having, it's a festival. There's a chance that he might die today. <laughs> Nothing he likes more. I do uh, genuinely love that Yachiru is just like, no, 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 Ichigo, remember, this is Bleach. We only do one-on-one here. At the, but at least she has a reason for it. Oh, true, like, true. What, when other characters do it, it's like, okay, sure, whatever. When when uh, when people when Yachiru is like, Hey, no, this is Ken's fight. Is because she's like, hey, Ken is going to kill you. Yeah. If you walk in there, he's going to turn on you and stab you, like right in the face. This is true. I can't deny this. Uh, so basically, we get Zoraki just saying, like, "Ha, huh, I have a hole in my body now too." So the fight's only starting. Uh, and even though Notra is like able to dodge and block all of his attacks, and he gets a bunch of slices in. He drops a building on him. Like, Zoraki isn't phased at all. He just keeps walking into the blender that is all the six scythes, like, attacking him. And Noetra's like, this... What is wrong with this guy? He is having the most fun out of the two of us, and that's weird. Uh, Which I feel is a bizarre feeling. It makes sense at the time this happens, but this, this, like, internal monologue of Noetra... And him being scared of how, like, happy Zaraki is in this fight makes no sense at all considering the flashback that they cram in at the end of this episode and the next episode. Yep. <laughs> like, Also, to make a little note on the animation here, most of the time they show him swinging around his scythes. At least one side. Excuse me. At least one side appears to me as though they're all the sides are all bunched up in like a useless way like his three arms combine to make what is essentially one fist and the sides are like if you grabbed a handful of long spaghetti basically and just like <laughs> randomly threaded them through like between your fingers and is waving that around as a weapon it doesn't look very effective to me yeah and uh, which really is weird as a weird decision because 
the like the explicit goal of him having extra hands, as we saw last episode, is for him to be able to attack from like multiple directions at once or whatever. Oh, <laughs> that's like okay. I get. I guess they just don't want to put in the work for that much, or they're already overworked and they're like, look, we don't, we don't care about this. The only thing oh. I'm taking from this is that I really need somebody to Photoshop an image of Neutra carrying six giant pieces of dry spaghetti. <laughs> I need this now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, at one point, Kimpachi gets, like, actually cut in his neck, and he's like, oh, I'm gonna, like, die, die, if I keep doing this. Uh, well, that's cool and all, but I don't, I don't want to die, so I guess I'm gonna do some kendo. Uh, because, turns out, Yamamoto forced him to learn at least, like, some very basic kendo when uh, he joined the court guards. And he was like, well, that's pretentious. I don't like it. <laughs> Whatever. And that's why he doesn't do it. But this time, he's like, all right, well, if I'm going to lose, if I don't do it, I guess I'm going to do some of it. So he's like, hey, did you know a sword swings harder if you swing it with two hands? <laughs> uh, to which Neutra responds with the obvious, uh, yes, dumbass. <laughs> uh, but Zoraki's like, no, no, you don't get it. And he takes a kendo stance, and he slowly raises the sword, and he's like, You understand that it's more lethal, but you'd have no idea how much more lethal. And this is the part where the anime does, like, adds an extra flair that I thought was like, Oh, this is really cool, and they don't do this in the manga. Um, you get, you get Zoraki from head on, you see him adjusting his stance and putting the sword directly in the center of his body. Uh, and, like, all the color drains from the screen as he does this. It's like, oh, this is, like, a big moment. And then he puts his second hand on it, and then he does, like, the big kendo swing. But just that, like, that little pause where you're like, oh, he is, like, settling in. He's He was fighting, now he's fighting. Italics. <laughs> it is dope as hell. Just a really dope little moment. Uh, the attack itself just creates, like, a giant dust cloud we see Neutra's horn lands far away Neutra himself is like struggling on the ground with a giant cut that basically he he's he's dead there's no way he's surviving this and Zaraki's like oh great you actually like didn't die on the spot sweet um don't want to actually kill you though because I have no reason to I'm out I'm done but Neutra uses one of his arms to hold his upper body together uh admittedly extremely metal and says hey i can still fight uh but he can barely stand and he like demands answers from kampachi who's like ah, i guess i'm gonna f yeah whatever sure uh they clash we flash back to neutra being admonished by neliel for just slaughtering an entire colony of rogue uh arankar uh, they were sent out to look for a Vasto Lorde, and he just took it upon himself to also kill everyone that they found. Uh, he says it was for Aizen's sake, but he's like very clearly just murdering everyone for fun. She calls him a child and leave and like leaves him. We cut to the present for like just one second, and then back into the past at like a different time where Neliel interfered in a fight that he was having and saved his life. And she, like, straight up tells him, I didn't save you because I like you. I saved you because Espada are, like, a very precious 
rare resource that we don't have a lot of. So I can't just let you go off and fight in a suicidal manner. Um, he, like, wonders why she's following him around, and her answer is that you're weaker than I am, so I'm following you around. He, like, boohoo's a little bit about he hates being pitied, he wants to kill everyone around him, uh, didn't really do anything for me in this episode, and then in the next episode, it kind of connects back to this and, like, adds some nuance to this, but I don't think it's actually, it's an interesting part of his character. <laughs> yeah, none of this has really grabbed me in any way. I, I I tried to, like, take the flashback at face value, but it, it really does just kind of read, like, a stock anime villain backstory that's not really that interesting. Yep. It does kind of suck in that the first half of the episode is pretty kick-ass. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, this is Bleach. People love these fights. There's a bunch of badass dudes doing badass shit. And and then it fizzles pretty hard in the back end. Yeah, and it's like, do, do you want us to feel like sympathy for this character? Because this flashback includes a scene of him saying, ha 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 ha, I've killed all a hundred people of the <laughs> settlement who were defenseless against me. Like... I'm, well, like, maybe I'm trying he's to... just misunderstood. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I did, like honestly, it just. I think Notra is just like overall unpleasant. Uh, <laughs> so it's like the more we learn about him, the more I'm like, well, yep, he's still exactly the same character, uh, who I feel we've spent ten episodes too much on. Yeah, like uh, I the like one seeing thing... him fight. You first, Quinn. Yeah. The one thing that I did notice in the flashback that has stuck with me, and this is maybe the first time I've realized this, they probably showed it before, but he did have his Espada number tattooed on his tongue before as well. And so my mind was sort of brought into consideration of the way <laughs> that it must have been to get that tattoo replaced, like covered up and then replaced. Lots of oh, I think so they just chopped off his tongue. I assume they just chopped off his tongue and then, like, regenerated it or something. Well, that's not as fun to me as an extremely <laughs> unpleasant, sort of involved process. Uh, <laughs> True. Listen, the likely answer is not always the entertaining answer, my friend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... After this, uh, this flashback, we get, uh, we get Zoraki just like making a giant like X cross cut across his chest, and he falls, and his eyes like land on Nell just as she wakes up, and she like says his name. I don't know if they, the intention I suppose is that she recognizes him, but she is not. She doesn't have a single second of screen time next episode, uh, <laughs> which is an interesting decision. Um, yeah. Yeah, they were just like, hey, remember that they had this, like, weird... Not... It is a relationship in that it is a relation between two people, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. But mostly of one person being, like, you're going to get yourself killed, and I don't like that. And also, I hate you, and I tell you every time I see you. Versus, I hate you, every, and I tell you every time I see you, and also I try to murder you. Bleach is a thing, you know? Bleach is... Bleach is a thing. I... 
these episodes, they're not bad, but they, I, I just want to see the story move forward, which it does feel like it is starting to do a little bit next episode. Yeah, this, uh, this specific episode is definitely, like, the second half of this episode is definitely, like, we've had, like, ten episodes of Neutra, and, on like, you, they should have been sprinkling this stuff in, like, earlier, I feel, and then we, uh, they should have cut the amount of episodes that Neutra fights, maybe cut the amount of fighting that Neutra did, <laughs> uh, because he took yeah. on, like, three people for, like, three or four episodes each, um, and then, like, sprinkle this stuff in more, I think. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, the episode ends with a new ending, which is fucked up, because this is clearly an ending for the next season, which only starts three episodes from now. It's, it's perfect. Uh, and it's, I don't know what you're talking it's, about. It's fucked up that we get it here. I think this is... In the same way that I disagree just, like, vehemently with the... Uh, notion that someone went let here's the ep- Star Wars episode one trailer let's show off the double lightsaber in the trailer uh despite how it's actually framed in the movie as like a big surprise I think putting these this tr- uh, ending at the end at like before we get into this arc the next arc is just like a really weird decision. <laughs> I tend to feel that way with a lot of uh, different like openings and endings. Like they they clearly show off stuff uh, before it's it comes up. Like for example, like in One Piece, um, I, I'm gonna talk about One Piece just because it's all I've been fucking doing. I'm sorry, uh, but in One Piece, like the second or third opening uh, shows off Nami's like climb attacked before that's even mentioned like, 30 episodes before it's even mentioned. And it's like, it doesn't tell us all that much, but it's like, I would have preferred to not know she even have a weapon until it comes up. Like, that that shit's cool when it shows up. You know? Yeah, it's just, it's an easy dub that you, or rather, it's an easy L to avoid. For real. Uh, but, but that's basically all I have to say about this episode. I think if we want to talk more about Neutra, we could probably, we could, we should wait until the end of the next episode because that's there's more of it there. Uh, but also, yeah. I think we've mostly said all we need to about Neutra. <laughs> he doesn't deserve it. Uh, yeah, genuinely. Uh, we do get an Iron Car Encyclopedia at the end of this episode where we're told Neutra's iron skin is the toughest of all the uh, the Espada. And his Bankai's like, main ability, it lets him, like, Spider-Man extrude sickles from his wrists. But what if he could, like, actually be useful and make can openers and hedge clippers? <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. Um, I am going to share with y'all some really good manga pages, as usual. Uh, just because uh-huh. I think uh, chapter 311 has Soraki, like, doing the kendo bit. And Oh yeah, although no, I can I pr- see what you mean. Like, I prefer the the extra, hey, you see him centering the sword and then putting the second hand on it from the uh, from the anime, but the page where he does the slash looks so fucking good. It does. It was so fast they didn't even have time to put the H in there. It's just woosh. He cut through the H. It's down on the other side. 
Yeah, he sliced oh, through see. the the special effect. Like it's such I a see. cool fucking lettering thing. Like it's so good. <laughs> like no, I, I adore this that, is art. actually. <laughs> it's pretty. It's like, he cuts I so fast deny. and so hard. He cuts the sound effect, and it's like, damn, that's incredible. Oh, yeah, and this sells this moment to me much more strongly than the anime did. And the start of the next chapter also has, like, Zoraki, the, the Zoraki slash, but from Notra's point of view, uh, which is also incredible, because first he just, he sees Zoraki with the sword, and then you see Notra rushing, and then the next, it, the next panel is, oh, you can't see Zoraki's, like, below the shoulder, it's a blur, because it's just a flash of light of the sword coming down. It's very good. And these two also, um, these two chapters finished the little, like, saga that was happening in the corner, like, end of chapter corner illustrations. Uh, we get another look at Zaraki's, like, pure skeletal form, and then we get the, like, moon demon getting destroyed. <laughs> the shit rules. It's like, oh, he's dead. He's dead dead. <laughs> when this, this shit happens, metal. he's dead dead. <laughs> Yeah, that shit whips. So how about we take a take a little break? Yeah, let's take a little break. My friend just asked me for anime recommendations. Alright, let's get right back into it with episode 203. Karakura Town Gathers, Aizen versus Shinigami. We open on more Noitora's backstory. He's explaining to someone that he's going to keep fighting and not giving mercy to anyone since no one's actually saved by mercy. Uh, then we see him lose to Neliel, who doesn't understand his, his desire to fight at all. And he just straight up tells her he wants to die in a fight. He wants to keep fighting. He loves fighting so much, he wants to live, eat, breathe, and die fighting. He wants to keep fighting until someone strong comes along and kills him while he's doing it. And she's like, that's an addiction, my buddy. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> uh, we see Noitra, like, pontificating in the desert, vowing to become strong by whatever means he can, so that he can die at the hand of the strongest. Uh, and then we realize this is all... None of this is Noitura thinking about this. It's all Tesla's have Like, Tesla's on the ground and awake for this. So he's having a flashback as he's looking down on a dying Noitura's body, like, laying in sand. Oh. Zoraki Tesla's says... literally hey. over here like, he just wanted to fight so bad! <laughs> you would think that maybe Tesla would be happy for him. Yeah, right? Oh, <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Zoraki says, hey, the fight was a blast. Leaves, tears off his coat. Ichigo tries to talk to him, but Kenpachi, like, kicks the healing bubble open, takes uh, takes Ichigo by the collar, and then, like, tosses him next to his sword and tells him, pick that up, grab the girl, go home. Your job's done. Ichigo, like, starts fighting it, but Kenpachi says, bro, what's... Think about it. What's your job? What's your goal? You're a substitute Shinigami. You should protect your town. You came here to get the girl? You got the girl. Also, girl, heal me. 
So she starts running over, but another Espada appears next to her and, like, flash steps her away before Ichigo and Kenpachi can react. Huzzah! She's captured again. Yay! I can't believe it! Orihime finds herself back with Aizen, who tells her to smile because everyone will be sad if the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> like, oh, oh, this slimy motherfucker. Yeah, I was just like, cool, I don't want to have you on screen anymore. <laughs> uh, he basically just tells her, like, you hang out around here because we're going to Karakura Town to erase it and, like, do the thing that we said we were going to do. Uh, Tozen casts a spell to connect him to all of the invaders, basically. Uh, and the way that he casts a spell is really sick because he throws yeah, yeah, yeah. two tokens out into the air. They, like, they have, like, a spot of ink on it that grows into a needle and then just, like, make tattoos on his, like, like circuit board tattoos on his arm, which then casts the spell. And I was like, that is sick. That visual, this whole visual sequence is incredibly fucking sick. I really wish all spells in Bleach looked this sick. Yes. Uh, although I would... You don't like clustered yellow lines? No. <laughs> I would also settle for just using more spells in Bleach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, at this point, Aizen, like, talks to everyone. He says, hey, good job beating a bunch of my espada. Uh, Orihime is going to be kept in the fifth hour. We don't actually need her for anything, so come and get her. Thanks for sending captains to pick her up, by the way, because that means you didn't send them to Karakura. She was bait. Uh, like, obviously her power is important and, like, would help us do our goals, but we don't, like, need, need her. Uh, so then he just seals the gates that the captains use to get in, and Mayuri explains, None of us know how to make those things work. Uh, Urahara's the only person who does, so if we can't <laughs> send a message to him... We're stuck here. <laughs> God, it's really good. I also do have to point out that Aizen in the dub, because I watched the dub this week, I, I do love that he's like, congratulations on defeating my Espadas. There's just something really funny about him calling them his Espadas to me. I don't know why, but making it plural in that way makes the word so funny. Yeah, like, I guess that makes sense, but I'm like, I feel like, I feel like it's just, it's the group term. You don't need to add the S to it. <laughs> my, my espadas. God. Uh, Eisen uh, then says that the court guard's power lies, like, basically entirely with the fact that, like, its 13 captains are an entire, mil like, each one is an entire military force. Uh, three of those captains defected to his side, in well, him included. And now four of them are trapped, so fully half of the captains are gone. Uh, time to overthrow Soul Society. Ichigo starts rushing off, but Zaraki tells him, like, Hey, remember when I said that, like, don't panic. Remember when I said a couple of episodes ago that there were multiple orders? The next one was, get all the captain-level officers ready to fight in Kawakura. And we see the remaining six squad captains and four of the vice captains appear uh, in Kawakura Town. Boy, do we. It, it lingers on this shot. It lingers on the shot of all of the captains and, like, vice captains here for so long. And it, like, individually zooms in on each of their faces <laughs> to show yeah, us yeah, every yeah. single character who's here. And it's really funny. It's really funny to me. 
<laughs> yeah, you know how that happens in the manga? It goes, hey, you you remember those orders? Well, one of them was to make sure we could fight and we could bring a bunch of uh, captain-level people to Karakura Town. And then you've turned the page, and it's a two-page spread with all of them, and that's it. <laughs> Thank God! And I was like, wow, that was so much better. <laughs> that was so much better than what they did. Um... Because, like, I can't emphasize enough, like, the zoom-in they do on the face is always in front of, like, a static color background, so it it keeps interspersing between the shot of all of them, and then cutting to a shot of one of their faces zooming in in front of a colored background, and it's just so silly. (laughs) I I could not take it School pictures mode. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it's wild. Um, But at this point, so... Some of our heroes have, like, a couple of concerns, such as, if captains fight in Kawakura Town, everyone's gonna fucking die from the collateral damage. Uh, to which Mayuri explains, oh, don't worry, we have a logical fix for this. Mayuri and, like, Mayuri's department and Urahara worked on a technology to take the entirety of Kawakura Town, put everyone inside it to sleep, and move... The, th- the whole town inside of Soul Society. I hate Repla- this shit, man. Replacing it with an exact replica of every single building in the city that Mayuri's, like, team built. <laughs> Which is the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing I've ever heard. Surely, they didn't need to actually make a perfect replica <laughs> of the city. I, he- I, I've uncovered a massive flaw in Myuri's pl- Well, I guess not just Myuri's plan, but I've uncovered a massive flaw. What if somebody's out on vacation? What if somebody's out on town, and they come back, and it's just fake Karakura town, and there's a bunch of literally, Rokar and Soul Reapers fighting? Not even that. Literally, what if someone was out of town working a shift, and yeah. comes home? <laughs> yeah, like- I, I do, I'm pretty sure that, like, the barrier that makes the separation of, hey, this is the, like, we encapsulate this town out to teleport it to Soul Society, could, you, you could just say, oh, that also, like, makes people who aren't spirit sensitive, like, turn around and not try to go through that kind of stuff. Oh, but for me, it's the idea, like, all of the extra work that went into, yeah. ah, but you see, we've perfectly remodeled every doghouse and fence in this town to make right. an exact replica, like, maquette, a life-sized maquette of this, ci- of this city. <laughs> and immediately, immediately, Aizen steps into it and he's like, you know, you did, like, trick me. I know this is fake. I'm just going to, I'm just coming out here so I can kill all of y'all, and then we're going to go to, like, at where the actual Karakura town is in Soul Society, and then kill them, because you're not going to be there. <laughs> like, we're just stepping out so we can beat the shit out of you. And then he summons Stark, Halibel, and Baragon, the top three Espada, and their fractions, and... Yeah, and then he, like, finishes it up, his little speech, by saying that he leaves Las Noches to Okiora, who, like, breaks through dimensions and appears next to Urihibe, uh, basically triggering a panic attack, and Ichigo senses senses this, and he's like, Kenpachi, you were wrong earlier. My job isn't to protect Karakura Town, 
it's to protect my friends. And he, like, leaps towards a confrontation with Ilkiura. You know... <laughs> I, I have to wonder, with this whole plan of Aizen's... Because, like, I, I guess I don't remember if we actually know what the process for creating the Oken looks like at this point. But, like... You'd, all we know you is that it's think... going to sacrifice all of the lives of everyone in Kaurakura Town. Gotcha. You, you need to kill, like, 5,000 people or something. Gotcha. Because my, my thing is here is why does Aizen feel the need to go to Karakura Town specifically? Like, is that just the only place in the human world he's familiar with? And if so, it, like... Maybe he should do some exploring, but also it seems like a lot more work to, like, go to Karakura Town, where you know it has been replaced by a fake Karakura Town by the Soul Reapers, kill all the Soul Reapers, then go to Soul Society to the real Karakura- Just go to a different town, man! I'm sure there's plenty of guys in the world where there aren't Soul Reapers guarding it right now. Right, but he doesn't care about- like, the thing he cares about in this moment in time is just killing all of the Soul Reapers. I guess uh, that's because fair. Because if, if he tried to do something else somewhere else, they would most likely detect his appearance and then come in and try to stop them. But by doing this, he's like, oh, you've set up a battlefield where I can just show up and kill all of y'all. Uh, so I'm going to go up, kill you, and then I can just do whatever the fuck I want afterwards. That's my assumption on, like, the Aizen, like, mindscape at this point. Uh, yeah, I think that seems accurate. It does seem accurate. It's just silly to me. God. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I hate this plan. I think it's bad. Yeah, it it is a dumb plan. Like, it it is, but it is entirely like, oh, I've done my plan where I've cut your fighting force in half, and now I'm gonna murder you. Right, and I mean the plan to replace yeah. Karakura yeah. Town as well. Yeah, dude, I don't know, set up something that makes anyone who's, who takes a step 200 feet up in the air above Karakura Town, send that to Soul Society instead, you know? Like, have Aizen right. fight up there. I guess then he could actually damage Soul Society. They don't care if they, he, they don't care if he blows up mountains here. <laughs> right, Me? it... It also extremely had the vibe of, like, the 80-yard in line, I think, in Batman v Superman, <laughs> when the big fight starts, and like, well, everyone's evacuated, it's fine. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. Don't worry, they're over there on abandoned warehouse island. <laughs> oh, uh, no, you're right, God. you're right. It does give that vibe of just being like, wait... I I drew 90% of this chapter. Why is it okay that the captains show up and are able to do <laughs> collateral damage? <laughs> I know! God, it it's so funny. Because, like, okay, la last time I will mention One Piece this episode. I, it's so funny coming from One Piece to this and seeing all these, like, seemingly meticulously crafted plot points just like dropped 
with like some nuance and then brought back like 200 episodes later it's wild to see some of that shit in one piece and then come to bleach and get like oh yeah we moved the town we we moved the town to heaven (laughs) it's like okay sure kubo you do that you have fun with that one yeah oh and then for post credits we have rangiku is teaching a class for all the other female shinigamis about how to properly use their uniforms to act sexy and distracting and they all give it a shot until the now like walks in and asks hey what the fuck is happening what are you all doing and that's it god uh, the, the post credits bit didn't really do a whole lot for me this week but you know they can't all be winners i like the idea of Rangiku showing up and writing on a blackboard, like, classes in session, how to how to be sexy, teacher, Rangiku Mam- uh, Matsumoto. Um, like, I love, that part of the bit really works for me. Uh, everything else is like, okay, sure, I guess it's the natural uh, conclusion to this first part. Oh, yeah, and then I do have more manga pages, because otherwise... You know, it's basically, like, extremely direct adaptation. Uh, the page where Ulk- where Neutro actually says, like, hey, I like I want I keep fighting because I want to die while fighting. Uh, very slight difference in translation in the manga that I thought was re- actually sounded really cool, which is, I want life to have fled my body before I hit the ground. That's how I want to die. Like... He wants to fight so intense that he does. He basically doesn't realize he's dead until it happens. Um, which you could even say is, like, a fear of death itself, you know? Um, Interesting enough, they kept that in the dub. Oh. They did keep that in the dub, yeah. Neat. Because uh, in, the, in the sub, it was, like, he mentions he wants to die fighting, but they don't have, like, that specific line. Um, and then in the... Just a really, really cool visual motif, I think, is uh, for like the before these the two chapters that that adapt the last like the uh, eight minutes of this episode or so. They're the last chapters of a full volume, right? So it's like if you're reading Bleach by volume, these are the last things you're seeing until you need to put the book down and go pick up a different book. So the 314, which is the before last chapter, you get the creepy bit with... You get Aizen, like, being a creep. And then you turn the page, and you get this, like, double page, which is just the... It's it's a fully black page with a single, really thin white line in the middle. And vertically, it's written, the end is near. And that's the part where you're like, oh shit, Aizen's got, like, his big plan, he's outmaneuvered them, like, it's a problem. Then you get the chapter where he's explaining everything to the uh, Shinigami, but they're also explaining, like, no, we plan for this, we're gonna have, like, we're ready for war, we're ready to go, we're gonna have a big fight. And at the end of that chapter, you get a similar, you get, like, an echo of the previous one, where now the white bar is, like, much wider and it ju- it says the end is far yeah the second one's more accurate considering uh there's still like 400 chapters of bleach left to go well but, yeah you know 
It is cool. I, I do like this. But yeah, I, I like it being like, oh shit, Aizen like tricked y'all. The end is near. And it's like, no, he didn't. Loser. The end is far. God. It, it kind of reads to me as like, I, it reads to me as a door that is opened a sliver and then fully thrown open. I can see yeah. that. It, it, it is a very cool little bit here. Yeah, and then next time we're going to get a pair of filler episodes because it's the end of the se- we're fi- basically we're getting two filler episodes that ends the current season and then we're going into a new season a new arc with like new stuff we sure are Sweet. did either of you watch the preview for next week's filler episode i did yes. not yes we we get we get some characters that are coming back characters we haven't seen in a while from our favorite arc, the new Captain Shusuke Amagai arc. Ruichiyo is coming back. Who wouldn't want a new adventure with Ruichiyo and her attendance? Am I right? Oh, oh, yeah, I've been champing at the dang bit. <laughs> Quinn sweating, trying to figure out how to get out of doing the show. <laughs> the heat wave continues mysteriously. It's like... Hmm, it says here that, like, the temperature went down. No, no, don't worry. Like, trust me. The heat wave is still here, and it got worse. My computer's overheating. I can't even... I can't even record at all. Like, it, computer shuts down as soon as I try. <laughs> it appears to be concentrated directly on my my house lot. Incredible. <laughs> what phenomenon is this? To be fair, the room that I record in is already... 10 degrees hotter than the rest of the house and the house's ambient God. temperature is a couple degrees higher than the temperature Jesus. outside. So I'm not wrong is what you're saying. Uh-huh. God. Ah, uh, alas. That should about do it. This has been It'll Wash Out. You can find our show on Twitter at Bleachcast. You can find me on Tumblr at Floral Espers. You can find me on Twitter at SSBSLJ. And on Blue Sky at Space Lancer Jericho. You can find me on Twitter at Monkey Pie Quinn. That is M O N K I P I Q U I N N. That should do it. I hope you all have a good week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay cool, Chads. I was going to do my usual bit where I take a sentence, a random sentence from the manga uh, that doesn't necessarily appear in the anime, but instead. I'm going to say Happy Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Now, fear the power of my resurrection. Al dente! <laughs> How long have you been holding on to that one? 30 seconds. Tonight.